Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, we got Jared, Bob, and Jones. Jones is back. We've been <laughs> trying to get Jones back on for a couple episodes now, but uh, we've we pulled it off. Um, what was it last Tuesday? You were actually busy, like you had fucking plans, like you're somebody, like you're a somebody. Um, and then you, I think you were just too hungover on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I think there was two Sundays in a row where I just couldn't find the time to get out of bed. Yeah. Well, that's I apologize. It's, it's overrated. <clears throat> well, it's good. To, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Good to be back. Especially um, since we had some some hockey last night. So we uh, we're here. We're, we got playoff hockey right. I talked about this in a previous episode um, that playoff hockey is the best um, postseason sport, in my opinion, to watch. Um, it's just electric, right? And we had the Bruins last night. And in classic Bruins fashion, they uh, they dicked us around until basically the third period, right? Like the whole first period, we were like, all right, cool. Like they scored, they go up one nothing. We're like, all right, this this is cool, right? This is this is nice. They should be winning, right? They should beat this team. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like things don't look great, but then they score. So they go up to nothing. And as we all know, um, as, as Dats reminds us every day, uh, the two goal lead is the worst lead in all of sports. And then Florida scored again. Well, not again. They scored for the first time to make it two to one. And I sat there and was like, here we go. They're going to fucking blow it to this bullshit team. Uh, the second wild card that like barely made it into the playoffs. And uh, luckily they hung on. Uh, they they had technically, well, I guess technically they didn't because it got called off, but for a hot second, they had a third goal in the third period um, and it got called off. But after that, it was just kind of like, we got this, like it felt pretty comfortable. Oh no, no, no. They did score a third goal, right? Yeah. They won three to one. My, yeah. <clears throat> I fucked that up. They scored three to one. They should have had a fourth goal, right? They, that was the goal that was, um, that was called back. Halfway. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the third goal was DeBrusque, and that cashed. That cashed a DeBrusque anytime ticket for me. And obviously, in classic fashion, uh, Vinny took DeBrusque as the first goal scorer in the game because he tried to get greedy. And obviously, it did not hit. But my anytime goal did hit. So, huh, fuck you, Vinny. But here we are. So we got... Bruins hockey. Next game, well, for us is tomorrow, but by the time this comes out, it'll be yesterday. Um, what, what, what are our thoughts? First of all, what are your thoughts on the opening game, and what do you think moving forward? I don't think you played well. No. You probably, if that was a better team, you probably lose that game. For sure. That being said, they didn't. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully the the sonic bug is uh, gone so everybody can get back. But um, it needs to be a sweep, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know, Dats. Do you think they can sweep them? I don't know. I don't have Nesson. I can't watch the games. It's on ESPN. Oh, didn't know. The playoffs are on ESPN. (laughs) Oh, either way, dude, I was asleep on the couch before the game started. That's fair. 
<laughs> I was asleep on the couch before 7.15, so I don't know anything about yesterday's game. But, like, the, dude, I already like everyone already knows my stance. There's nothing to add. They'll be fine in this round. Sweep five, gentlemen sweep, doesn't matter. They're going <laughs> to lose in six in the next round because yeah. they cannot win. They're cursed. Yeah, especially if it's Tampa. Because um, I think Tampa's probably going to beat Toronto. Um Sorry, well, to Toronto can't Ian Toronto Mack. can't get out of the first round either. There's rules here. Like this, right. this is the thing. There's 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 two rules at play. One, Toronto can't get out of the first round. Two, the record setting team can't win the championship. So the Bruins themselves have a nice reputation of disappointment in second round and six. So we'll just roll until then. <laughs> Enjoy it while while it lasts. We got uh at I'll tell you right now, though, any any nine more games. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't watch. Anytime you can get a three one win, where you're the only goal the other team scored was because you gave them the puck. That's a pretty good ass kicking in the in the postseason. Yeah, regardless of how it looked or appeared or whatever. And that's what it should be, right? With this this Florida team is not that good. Um, their defense is bottom of the league. Um, they didn't play any last year. Their goaltending is it has so over the course of the season, it's bottom of the league. Um, that kid Alex Lyon, I thought it was Leon, but I don't know. I'm I will say Lyon because that's what they were saying last night. Um, he's been playing better, he played actually really well to end the season. Um, but I mean, Baba Ganoush was hurt for a little while. I think he might almost be back or he's like kind of ready to be back, but they're keeping him on the bench for now. Like they're going to run with, yeah, they're going to run with Alex Lyon because he, like I said, he finished the season pretty strong. Um, but as a whole, right. As an 82 game sample, their goaltending was trash. Um, and their defense was trash. So like they're known for their their def- their defensemen, I mean, are known specifically for their offensive prowess, right? Like the the I, I heard the stat in the game last night. The Florida Panthers defensemen, as a unit, have the second most goals in the NHL for a decor, right? I forget who the first was. Um, maybe Tampa, but I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who it was, but it, regardless. Like Florida's defensemen are offensive defensemen, right? They just, they don't play defense. So um, they're, again, overall as a team, they're not that good, right? They were the last team into the playoffs. You should, you should beat the shit out of them. Um, But I think the, this is a case of like the box score didn't quite match what happened on the ice. Uh, So we'll see. Maybe it'll be a gentleman sweep, you know, that would be cool. But they're going to fucking lose in six in the next round anyway. So. Yeah, I think they play either. They can only play the Rangers or the Lightning. So either way, that's not. No, it should be. It should be. Who's it would be the winner of Toronto Toronto, and Tampa. NHL, the NHL doesn't recede like the, the, the NFL. Yeah. I think regardless, they play that winner no matter what. Yeah, it is. The NHL is a fixed bracket. I thought they received for some reason. Yeah. Well, they used to, and, you know, normal playoff teams do. Right. But now they do a fixed bracket. I think the NBA does a fixed bracket, too. 
um, the NFL might be the NFL and the MLB, I think are, they reseed in the playoffs. Uh, and I think the, the NHL and the NBA are fixed bracket. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're going to lose to Tampa if Tampa beats Toronto. 1000%. I mean, if, if by some stretch of the imagine, imagination, uh, Toronto wins, um, I don't know. You probably still lose to Toronto, but then that's going to be like, that's a weird, yeah, that's, that's going like to be weird like glitch. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the equivalent of like me and Vinny betting on a game on opposite sides. Right. Like what the fuck is going to happen? Because you have the Bruins who need to lose in the second round and Toronto needs to lose in the first round, but they won. So now they'll probably lose in the second round, but the Bruins need to lose in the second round. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a glitch in the matrix for sure. Um, so yeah, speaking of, uh, glitches in the matrix, I guess, I don't know how I'm going to tie that in. That was a shitty segue, but, um, because it has nothing to do with what I'm about to say, but Joe, I, I was just filling Jones in, um, before you hopped on Dats, that I just spent the last, I don't know, probably hour and a half with a rep from uh, right window because uh, we need new windows in the house, right? It's the, these, our windows suck. They're drafty, right? In the wintertime, you can literally stand next to them. And if you hold your hand out, you can feel a breeze coming through the windows when they're closed. Um, you don't want so- that. No, no. I also you're diminishing the benefits of fresh air, <laughs> especially since um, since we have oil heat. I would like to not have to run my heating system literally twenty four seven from like Thanksgiving to St. Patrick's Day. Um, that would be kind of nice to not have to epic. do that. Yeah, and to not have to pay seven hundred dollars a month to. Uh, for an oil delivery would be pretty cool. How many windows are you looking to get fucking fixed? Cause you might be looking at 700 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, basically what I'm getting at here. It's um, it is not fucking cheap for windows. So we need to replace 17 windows, <laughs> right? So this is one of those things too, where you start out like, you know, all bright eyed and bushy tailed. And you're like, Oh, we got this. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Like I talked to someone like Amy had her friends over for brunch last, um, Saturday. And when I got back from golfing and food shopping, we were, I, they were here and I was talking to, to one of them and she was like, Oh yeah, no, I got a, um, I got a window guy probably, you know, get this all done for like, you know, 16, maybe 15, 16 grand. And I was like, Okay, that's that's not that's not awful, right? It's not it's not the worst thing in the oh, world. Not for seventeen windows. Yeah, well, so that's just on our side. That's what we had to decide because the entire house has twenty four windows that we need to replace. So I'll get I'll get there. I'll oh I'll bring you through. Um, as a fun story too at the end of it. Um, <laughs> so uh, twenty four windows in the entire house, right? And it's like, oh yeah, no, cool, awesome. So. And apparently this is just like some random dude, right? Who like, he's a general contractor who also happens to put windows in, right? Like, it's not like he's, again, like a right window or a 
uh, Renewal by Anderson or a new pro or any, like a, a company that specifically only does Windows. He's just a guy that will replace Windows. So I have that in my head as like a number, right? Like 15 grand. Okay. All right. It's fine. So this uh, guy shows up. His name's Dan. Um, shout out to Dan. Oh God, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> um, comes in, nice guy. We, you know, we we take him around. We show him the windows. We talk about like, you know, what's wrong, what we need, all that shit. So we'll cut through all the bullshit of like talking about all the windows stuff. I uh, get to the part where everyone, you know, what we're waiting for here. Let's we'll cut all all the fat. Get to the very end, right? He's like, all right, let's talk pricing. So he pulls in, you know, 24 windows. Uh, he's got this. So, you know, puts this in. The first thing he shows us is for like the super duper triple pane, the best they have to offer, right? The Cadillac of the fucking windows. And I look at the price tag. Just under, you you would take a guess how much for 24 windows for like the Cadillac of all windows from, from this company. What do you think for, for, for that? 50 K. Jones, I guess I was gonna say 45 to 50. Yeah. Jones, you're pretty fucking close. It was just under $44,000. It was like 43 and change. And I was like, is that installed? You know, that's that's like bottom line price. Like that's like that's everything, everything. Like installed, get rid of the old ones, all that. Yep, yep, okay. all that. Everything is included. No surprises, no nothing. Um. So I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> like I spit out my coffee and I wasn't even drinking it. Um. So he's like, All right, I hear you. You probably don't want those. So let's, he goes to like the next step down and that was like 38 grand. And I'm like, all right, man, like you saved like five, five grand off the top, but like 38,000 fucking dollars for windows. So he's like, all right, so let's look at the, the look, like the, the bottom tier, like this is, it's a standard, it's an energy star window. It's a double pane. It's got a, it's still got everything right. Like, but it's not, you know, the other two. 24 windows, $34,000. So for comparison, my 2021 Toyota Tacoma, <laughs> brand new, I believe was worth $45,000. I think if I blue booked it right now, I think it would be like 30, 37. 38 maybe. Um, so basically what my truck is worth right now, like I would have to go out and like sell my truck to do equal the cost of these windows. No, you just pay it over four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have to have like a discussion, right? So again, Dan, really fucking cool. Um, I ended up talking to him for a while afterwards, just about podcasts. He has his own podcast. He might even be listening to this episode right now because I told him about our podcast. He might end up being a guest someday. Who knows? Um, if you're listening, shout out to Dan. What's up? Uh, maybe maybe friend of the show soon. Um, 
There's no way he's listening until you buy those windows. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you're not going to buy the windows, I'm not going to listen to your fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> so fine, then I won't listen to your podcast uh, that that even fucking matters. But so so he's like, all right, I'm going to pack up my shit. He's like, I'm going to bring it to my car. You guys talk, you figure out what you got to do. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Um. So then we're like, well, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what do we do here? Um, so we're like, well, what if we just do our windows? So like, obviously it's not ideal, right? Like we want to do the windows. We want to do the whole house. But like part of it was like, all right, if we leave Mary's apartment like out of it, it will save some money, right? So there's seven windows over there. Um, so he comes back in and we're like, all right, what about if we just do these windows, right? And he, he runs the numbers through his spreadsheet again, and it's like 24 grand. So I'm like, okay, 24 grand is really fucking expensive um, still, right? That would be like probably a, a Toyota Corolla, um, but it's not the end of the world. So we're like, we can put some money down. We can probably put, you know, five, six grand down, um, which would knock the total price down to like 17-ish, 17 and change. So we'd have to finance like 17 grand. And then it's like, they go into the fucking payment options, right? It's like, well, you can do the 18 month no interest option, or you can do the, what is it? The 60 month 5% interest, or there's 120 month, 10% interest. And it has like the, you know, the minimum payment every month is like on the side. So it's like 370 bucks for the 60 month and like 250 bucks a month for the, the 120 month plan. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, I ask like, obviously I go, what's the, um, what's the interest rate kick to after the 18 month, no interest. And he just laughs and he goes 18%. And I was like, cool. So a credit card. Um, so that's not an option. And he was like, yeah, man, I would not recommend that you do the 18 month program. Uh, unless you know for sure that you're going to pay that shit off in 18 months. He's like, I, I can't sit here and like willingly know that you're going to get hit with an 18% interest rate when that thing expires, whatever you still have left on it. So I was like, all right, cool. So basically take that off the table um, because I'm not going to come up with 17 grand in spare money over the next year and a half, right? To pay off that. Wrong attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to start selling feet pics or something. Um, I'm gonna go on myfootster.com. You can you can pay for my foot pics. Um, What's your blood plasma worth? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not enough. <laughs> the answer is not enough. Um, so yeah, we're sitting here we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like this, and again, super nice guy. Like. Come to find out, we actually have like a couple, we know we have like mutual connections. Um, so yeah, like I said, we, but by the end of it, we ended up just shooting the shit about like podcasting and like talking. And he was like, he turned and was like, honestly, dude, like 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm rich, right? Because I'm not, but because he invests in real estate. So his podcast has to do with like real estate and personal finance and like self-help stuff like that. And he goes, if you don't buy the fucking windows for me, because I don't really give a shit. Right? <laughs> like he's like, he's like, I don't need you to buy these windows from me. It's like, I'm I like, I'm still going to be able to like feed my family. Like he's, he's like, I'm not worried about it. Um, so again, like cool guy to hang out with, shoot the shit with. Um, but that's a lot of fucking money. 24,000 fucking dollars. Um, for, win- for windows. So the big thing with right window, um, and this is the draw for me, right? Is they have a 50 year warranty on basically everything, including labor. So if 42 years from now, something on the window breaks, I can call right window. They'll send someone out to fix it for free. So like, again, the, the windows that were put in this house are 20, they're 20 years old. Um, Amy's dad put them in, you know, however many years, like over 20 years ago. Um, so they're all, they're, they're old. Like the insulation on the inside is like bubbling up. Like they're, they're just old, right? Like they're Home Depot windows probably that are made to last for like 15 years. Right. And it's 20 years and they're just not good. Um, so what you're doing basically with right window is you're paying for the, the service afterwards, right. Is like I said, you have 50 fucking years to just call them to like, come fix something and they'll do it for free. So that's where I like that extra money comes in, but it's one of those things that's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, because then you got to think too, like, yeah, I can call that dude that Amy's friend knows and he can replace all the windows for 15 grand, but are we going to have to get them replaced again in another 20 years? Right. Cause like Amy's dad was a handyman. Like he was a, um, like he was, he was like an actual man, right? Like he did that shit for a living. So it's not like one of us tried to put these windows in and seven years later, it's a fucking draft coming through because we're retarded, right? Like, it, so what do we do? Like, what do you do, right? Like, do you pay the 15 grand for some guy to put in some some windows that are going to last another 15 to 20 years and then keep paying 15 grand every 15 to 20 years? Or do you just pay 24 grand and literally not have to worry about it again for another 50 years. Simple math would dictate the second option. Exactly, right? Like it seems to me like a no-brainer. Over a 40-year span, you can spend 30 or you can spend 24. Exactly. And I that's believe, what I said. Now, I know math is racist now, but <laughs> math I, still, is I still believe that 30 is more than 24. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I said to Amy too, like when we were talking about it and I go... In the grand scheme, right, it makes way more fucking sense to do this because 24 grand once over 50 years is still 24 grand. But like you said, 50 years from now, it'll be, you know, if it's 15 grand now, who knows what it would be in another 20 years, maybe to be 20 grand, right? So now you're looking at, you know, because of wonderful inflation, now you're looking at 35 grand over 40 years or still the same 24 grand over 50, 
right? And then, you know, God forbid in 60 years, Christ, if I'm still fucking alive at that time, just give me the cyanide pill. I think win- windows won't be much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're fucking licking them. <laughs> well, I, if I'm still alive in 60 years, then I will start licking the windows, hopefully to lick all the argon out of the fucking windows. Just take me out of here. But um, yeah, so it's like, Obviously, and I said, so obviously it sucks, right? Because in the in the long term, it makes way more sense to do this. But it's shitty because right now <laughs> it's 24 grand, right? Like it's it I don't get to pay the 24 grand over the next 50 years. I have to pay it right now. So it's just go rob it, the credit union. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It like I said, it it sucks now, but I think it's um probably the way to go. So we have another uh, we have another guy coming on Thursday. Dan, cover your ears if you're listening to this. Um, but he's coming from um, Renewal by Anderson, who, according to Dan, and again, he's a sales guy. It, again, great guy. Um, would definitely have him on the podcast. Would definitely hang out with him. Um, but he is a sales guy, right? He's trying to sell us on this. So like, he was saying that there are some companies that are going to drop a price tag of like 60 grand on you. And he mentioned that renewal by Anderson was one of those. He goes renewal. Um, what was the other one? Hella. And there was another one. No new pro. Um, they're all super duper high end, wicked expensive. He's like, you'll go through the whole shebang. They'll do this whole presentation for you. They'll make you feel great. And then they'll show you the price and it'll be like $65,000 for these windows. So <clears throat> we'll see, I guess, on Thursday. Um, most likely, I'm probably just going to end up going with this fucking deal and pay the money. Well, it's again, it's not like I have to fork up 24 grand right now anyway out of pocket. Um, but yeah, the shit's fucking dumb. All for windows. All for even... windows. Seriously, all... all for fucking windows. Like, what the fuck? So, that's where I'm at. That's what I just spent my last hour and a half doing. Sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, pretty fucking great. <clears throat> Whoever said being an adult was fun. Isn't it funny? Like, when you're, you know, when you're a kid, right? When you're like 12, 13, you're like, oh, man can't wait to be like an adult, like be on my own, like doing my own thing. Now it's like, Jesus, fuck. Like I got to pay for so much shit. Like everything costs so much money. I got tires for my car last week. Talk about a fucking racket. Yeah. What was it? Probably like 600 bucks. Yeah. 600 installed. Yeah. But I got out of that pretty, pretty easy though. Like you wouldn't get out of it for 600 bucks. You got bigger tires. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I bet six hundred dollars for fucking tires. Costco. Did they put them on for you too? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they give you one hundred and ten bucks off, and then disposal, uh, balance, and installation is about one hundred and ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, everything everything just seems like fucking way too expensive, right? 
Like $600 for fucking tires seems aggressive. Flights are insane too. Yeah, I had to book a couple of flights for a few conferences I'm going to this summer. I spent an exorbitant amount of money on just like stuff like local stuff like Atlanta and Chicago. Like the prices were fucking insane. Yeah. Well, if the conference is big enough, they know you're coming. That's true. like like are your conferences big? Yeah. There you are. Yeah, it's not like the fucking like a fitness summit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple hundred people. Well, it's the same shit like with um when we try and travel for the Patriots game, right? Like they know you're coming, right? We did that when they were in Baltimore, the flights, what was the round trip flight for the weekend of Baltimore? It was like 800 bucks. But then if you wanted to go the next weekend, it was like 180 round trip. Yeah, that was comical. It was like a six and a half X upcharge just because they knew that like the Patriots were playing in Baltimore that weekend. It's fucking absurd. Do we know what we're doing for a game this year? Scheduling out yet. Yeah, usually mid-May, I think the schedule comes out. Yeah, I'll double check. It used to be in April, but I think it, I feel like COVID pushed everything back. Yeah. And now the NFL uses like schedule day as a fucking thing. Yeah. Isn't, um, is the draft this week? Next week, next Thursday. Oh, next week. I thought about that the other day. I was like, I haven't heard anything about the NFL draft. Like, isn't that now? We're like in the middle of April. But apparently it's next next week. I always thought they did the uh, schedule release with the draft, but apparently I'm I mean, they might have used to do that, um, but I think they did push it. Because Vinny, Vinny usually gets it right because he's on the he's on the wait list for season tickets. He gets what the schedule early? Yeah, I feel like he oh he gets something. It's always on he, Twitter. Oh, the beat writers yeah. on Twitter. So well, yeah, they they leak it. They leak some of the games on Twitter early. Um, I guess they haven't announced, but Thursday, May 11th would be like the comparable day compared to last year. Yeah. Okay. I figured, I, I figured it was mid-May. Who are they? Do we know what the away games are? Off my head, I, mean, I forget. I know Vegas is one. Uh, was Dallas one? I think Dallas is there too. I got no desire to go to Dallas. Uh, all right, so we got uh, Dallas, Ray, uh, Vegas, Giants, Steelers, uh, the division, and Denver. Denver, eh? That fucking sucks. I feel <clears throat> like depending on dates... It might be between Denver and Buffalo. I sure as uh, fuck. I'm not, rule, I'm not ruling out Vegas. Because part of, part of the thing with Vegas, we'll have to see how expensive it is, but a lot of people blew their load on Vegas last year. Yeah, but I feel like Vegas is one of those places where people will go multiple times. They probably will. But based on... 
It, it so for for me, Vegas just depends on how expensive it is. That's it because Houston yeah. was fucking expensive, and I don't know yeah. if Denver is going to be cheaper. Dallas isn't going to be cheaper. I know that. No. Yeah, you'd almost be better off. I don't Miami. know. Miami. I'm. 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 All, yeah. I'm all, oh I'm shit! That's right to too. I forgot. I forgot about that. Got they play in Miami. I just really don't want to go to Pittsburgh, if at all possible. Yeah, no, I'm good with Pittsburgh. I was there for to... six years. <laughs> I'm going to have to go there for work, I think. What did you say it was? It was the division? Year. The division? division? Pittsburgh, Denver, Dallas. Vegas. Yep. Vegas. We're missing one. Yeah. Giants. Oh, Giants. Oh, fuck. And yeah, we have fuck nine, the Giants. And we have nine home games. Yeah. Yeah, I have zero interest in going to fucking New Jersey. I'm not going to New Jersey under any I'm, circumstance. Even if it's like something where I've been to all 29 stadiums and I haven't <laughs> been to fucking MetLife, I'm still probably not going to go. Agreed. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm looking... I look at... I'm also trying to pull this up because I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. I look at Jets, Giants, out. Jones, you don't do Pittsburgh. Uh, Dallas is going to be stupid. So that leaves Buffalo, Denver, Vegas, Miami. Yeah. And I think it depends on for when, Buffalo, when Buffalo depends schedule. on weather for me. Yeah. And price. So it's like, when does it fall on the calendar and what's the price? Yeah. Which last year should be anything that we can't fucking have our eyes on anything because. Last year's away schedule was was that that was comical. Yeah, that was that fucking was absolutely comical. How stupid that was last year. Yeah. So uh, I mean, again, I'm I'm not going to Dallas. Vinny's going to want to go to Dallas, of course. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry World might be fun. Yeah, I'm not going to Dallas. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Come on, it's Jerry World. Place would be electric. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm open to everything else except New Jersey. Yeah, fuck New Jersey. I also wouldn't mind if they go to Miami at the end of the year. Like they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you mean really? not like week one last year when it was like a billion degrees here and I a billion degrees I feel like they there? never play at Miami at the end of the year. They always play at Miami in like September or October. Want to say it's not that consistent? I want to say I don't know if it's well. The one year, the 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 year of the Brandon Bolden kick return, the Miami yeah. Miracle. I want to say the Gronk game was in Miami too. That was was that the same game? That the was the like, game and the Brandon Bolden game. Yeah, I think so. What about the Stephen Jackson game? I felt like that was in Miami. Oh God! Now we're going way far back. Wasn't Stephen Jackson on like the? 2013? 2015. 2015. Yeah. Because Brandon Bolden game was what? 2018? Was that uh, um, was that Brady's last year? 2019. 
don't know. I do remember it being in January fairly often. Again, I don't know if it's every other year, but I know like a lot of people don't want to go because it's at, if it's at the end of the year, they know they're going to fucking lose. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, 2021. Week 17 was in Miami. Yep, that was a loss. So that's probably the last time. It seems like, oh, that's weird. Does it look so, like in every other? No. So 2020 was week 15 in Miami. So it seems to be a recent thing. 2019 was at Miami in week two. 2018 was at Miami in week 14. So it seems like it's just been the last maybe two years, two to three years. It's been early in the season. Because <clears throat> it was week one this past year. Yeah, I thought you said it was late, late. The two years before that. Yeah. Whatever. My thing is, I'm not going to Buffalo when the weather could be fucking disastrous. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like Buffalo in January is... Yeah, like going to Miami when it's hot, okay, it's going to be hot, like, fine. But I'm not going to Miami risking a fucking blizzard. I'm sorry, I'm not going to Buffalo risking a fucking blizzard. (laughs) I wouldn't want to go to Miami. I wouldn't either. They wouldn't know how to handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's a cocaine blizzard, You'd be then fucking they, stuck there. They would they would handle that in about three and a half hours. There'd be no more straws left. All the turtles would be saved. <laughs> People would be running around with straws stuck in their nose <laughs> if there was a fucking blizzard in Miami. <laughs> so yeah. there, there we have it. See how it shakes out. Um, what else we got going on? Anything? The only thing I saw Any is news? uh Fox News got fucking well, I guess they got sued and then they settled. Thus me thinking that they got their fucking shit rocked. What'd they get it sued was- for? So one of the election technology companies sued them probably on the grounds of either defamation or libel or slander or various bird law offenses. <laughs> the company's worth $80 million and they settled for almost $800 million. Whoa. So they were asking in their original, um, they asked for $1.6 billion. Holy shit. So and- are they going to get better machines now? No, why would they do that? <laughs> the, the CEO is going to get a the bonus. Settle, the settlement just proved that everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will do nothing to improve our voting system, and we will take all of this money and disperse it to our C-suite level employees. Thank you very well, much. And they've also got another... Fox News has another pending suit with another soft software tech company whatever and they were asking originally for 2.1 jesus so you mean 
if how much money is Fox worth? I don't know. Probably a shitload. See if I can find this out. Well, the only thing that I took away from this too, because I don't really like care what side of the aisle you're on on this one. But if you're going to go around and claim like fraud and lies and this and that. If you're just making it up. Then you should get sued and lose, which a settlement is losing a settlement, a, a settlement paying this much money is losing. Right. Like if you're wrong. You should pay. Yeah. And I'm good with that. Especially yeah, you can't just like, like make up stories. Yeah. Like, like that's. Our guy didn't win, so obviously it was rigged. Yeah. It's like, do you have anything to actually prove that? <laughs> well, yeah, look at the numbers and the reporting. I'm like, really? That's that's what we're using? Yeah. So I, I looked it up. Um, Fox News is worth $16.4 billion, with a B, dollars. Just Fox News, good. Just Fox News. Oh, basically sixteen and a half billion dollars. So, eight hundred million. So, I mean, I'm sure it stings, but like, that's what one, roughly one thirty second of of their net worth or their company's worth. Well, I mean, again, I would imagine another billion's coming off the top. So, just call it a cool two billion. Yeah. Because if if fifty if they <clears throat> if the if they settled for half of the original lawsuit and the other company settles for half, one point one and one and point eight, yeah, we're looking at like one point nine. Yeah, it's about it's about twelve percent of their net worth. Which again, it's going to sting, right? Like if you just take twelve percent of your net. Wait, hold on. Was that yearly or was that valuation? I don't know. It says according to macro t- macro trends, Fox News has a net worth of sixteen point four billion. Oh, well, as I mean, of eight, April seventeenth, that's pretty significant. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's. I don't it's think it's going to change anything, but. I mean, that shit's more than staying. Like it should at least hurt. Um. It might even draw blood. I don't know. (laughs) No, because again, net worth isn't what you bring in a year or isn't war isn't like what you have in cash. Yeah. So now I'm seeing this other thing that Fox News has an estimated net worth of 65 million, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it's anywhere from 65 million to 16 billion. Yeah. I have no idea. I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you. Regardless, if it's whatever, they're going to be feeling this one because you gave a company 10x what they're valued at in a settlement. Yeah. Okay. So I got I got some actual numbers here. Um, there, you're going to have to like translate business. For, for me, I might not uh, so, be able to. We'll see. So their their revenue is thirteen billion. So they make so they they make thirteen billion dollars a year. Their operating income is just shy of three billion. 
um, keep speaking. Their net income is two point two billion. That's the profit. Well, I so actually, sorry, keep speaking, keep speaking. Their total assets are twenty three billion, and their total equity is about twelve billion. All right. So generally speaking, net income is their profit. So they profit two billion. I'm gonna work backwards. So they profit two billion, which you said net operating income was three billion. Their operating income was three billion. Okay. So the revenue they bring in, something has to be subtracted from that. So there's something that costs them 10 billion to generate the 13 billion. So for example, if you bought um a thousand dollars worth of shirts and you sold them to generate $4,000 worth of shirts. So your revenue is 4,000, but your net operating income is 3,000 because the price of right. the thing yeah <clears throat> gets subtracted from that. Now that's easy that's easier with goods like it's way it makes way more sense when you when it's a tangible product. So what's the difference between an operating income and a net income? Because so those are two like it just says operating net, income and then net income. Net income should be the profit. Okay. So their operating income is three billion. And then they net two billion. Yeah. So something gets deducted right away. Ten billion dollars. Something yeah, which I don't know what that is. I I, I don't know in that's probably some creative accounting. Yeah, salaries. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, like it's it's all just like so. When they say line items, that's because a profit and loss sheet is lines. So the first line is thirteen billion. Then they subtract ten billion for something. However, that exactly shakes out. I don't know how that works out for a media company. I really don't. Then you would have three billion. Then you would get into like your all of your expenses that are deductible. So your rents, your payrolls, your settlements, your charitable <laughs> contributions, like all that shit. That's all going to add up to a billion, unless they're hiding some other shit up in the ten billion, which they probably are, because again, creative accounting. Like, if the product is the news, then they could probably say paying an anchor is the product. Like in a way, you know what I'm like? Does that kind right. of make sense? Yeah. No, that does. That makes sense. Yeah, so then it's like the janitors and the cleaning service and whoever would be like in the payroll, but you know, the product is all the anchors and the faces of the company, like they would probably be up in that higher one because you would argue there is no product without those people. Correct. Um, yeah. And again, I'm no accountant, so this is just me guessing and making stuff up to try to like see how this number actually like fits and works. Yeah. Because there's no way all those anchors get paid their money and you have rent on studios and programming and shit and it's only a billion dollars. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, they're profiting $2 billion a year. Hmm. That's probably what they're going to have to fucking pay out. Yeah. So they'll operate one year basically at a- Almost at a, at a zero. Yeah. But what they'll probably do is find some some expenses and shit that they've been deducting and just not deduct them, so it looks like they're generating a profit, even though like whatever. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. So instead of being like, oh, well, we lost money this year. It's like, oh, look, still, we still profited $2 billion. What'd we do? It's like, oh, well, we just left off a bunch of shit that we were writing off before. <laughs> you can just do that? Kind of. Yeah. No, but yes. <laughs> yeah. If you know the tax code, you just exploit it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Uh, well, you guys want to wrap this up? We can wrap this up. Jones, you got a final thought? Yeah, I'm just a statement. Um, <laughs> made uh, I made uh, burnt ends over the weekend, and I've never had them before, but they are very good. They're probably one of my favorite things to smoke now. All right. I saw that side eye, but that's I know I haven't. Didn't had... you eat them at my house? I don't think so. You might have eaten them at my house. I might have. Because <laughs> <laughs> I definitely made it one time when you and Matt came over. Yeah, I don't remember. You guys could have been, <laughs> you, you could have been bombed. I think he drove. Probably. But uh, yeah, they're very good. Um, actually, I took it from the Over the Fire uh, Instagram page, which that place that place is awesome. I have so many things I want to try next. <laughs> so, yeah, Burnett's very good. Yes, Burnett smack. Dats, you got a final thought? Yes. <clears throat> so when I play golf around these parts, we get winter golf, which really is just like a fucking sham of anything anyway, right? Because yeah. it's cold, it's windy, it's wet, it's mushy, it's soft. Tees are fucked up, greens are fucked up, whatever. And then like right when it starts to get like a little bit nice, they usually punch the green. So it's like, again, what is the fucking point of this? Yeah. So I would just like to, uh, I think I'm going to, I don't know. Is this truly like a eulogy? I might be, I might eulogize Kirkland golf balls. Um, I use those in the winter because one, they were bought against my will. One of my <laughs> clients was like, Oh, did you ever try them? I go, no, I don't think I would use them. He goes, okay, I'll get you some. Great. <laughs> Thanks. So we got, you know, the box is two dozen, so 48 Kirklands. And I was using them in the winter. No problem, whatever. And last Friday, I played a match where I was the worst player in the group. And the weather was starting to get nice. I was supposed to have an event Monday. I got an event Friday. So I'm like, all right, let me start gearing up. So I throw the Titleist back in the bag. Again, whoever thought to go online and claim that Kirkland's were the same thing as Pro V1s because they may come from the same factory has never hit the two of them. <laughs> they are not the fucking same. Kirkland's are so fucking spinny. They go so fucking short. I don't know where that narrative came from, and I don't know how it survived. Because I noticed within two swings. I would say probably the people that play Kirkland's don't also play Pro V1s. But that's the thing is people say it's like, oh, I've played both and I like the Kirkland's better. And I'm like, I, I have you ha one have you or two like. 
how can you make that claim? Yeah. I mean, I've played pro V ones that I've picked up out of the woods. Like that doesn't mean that I've played pro V ones. You know what I mean? Like I would imagine some people are like that. Well, well, I've hit a pro V one before and I've hit Kirkland. I, I, I like the Kirkland better. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you hit a Pro V1 like shit and hit a Kirkland like pretty good, then I guess they'll go the same distance. Yeah, I mean, I some know. of that probably has to do with like just the inconsistencies of the swing. Yeah, I mean, because if you. Yeah, because theoretically, if you. Yeah, because if you hit a spinny, like if you hit a Pro V spinny and you hit a Kirkland good, then they're probably going to actually net out to be the same thing. Right. But. My lord, Kirkland's, no fucking thank you. Now, they could be for someone. They could be for someone who has a low ball flight and low spin and wants to actually play these things and actually hit them, but chances are, if you're debating whether you should play Kirkland's or not, you can't tell me if you're a low or a high spin player or any of that, I'm guessing. I would imagine, yeah. So... There's a time and a place, and I think it's at West Bridgewater in fucking March. Because <laughs> <laughs> outside of that, I just don't see a lot of use for them. I never really realized um, how much the ball came into play until like last year. So I started following Mike Golf Spy on Twitter. Yeah. It's like they they do all like the product testing and all stuff like that. Um, if you don't know about them, they're great. Like if you do golf, like I said, they 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 product test everything. Like literally everything you could think of from clubs to gloves to golf bags, like to golf they, brushes. They probably do some stuff on shoes too. Yeah, like literally anything you could think of when it comes to golf, they've done product tests for it. Um, so it's all great. Go to the website, mygolfspy.com. Not a sponsor of the show. They don't do sponsorships, but it's a really, really helpful website. So I have no problem giving them a free ad. Um, and like when I started reading about like the golf balls and like the different things that happen with different balls, and then I actually like tested it out, right? Because for the longest time, I basically strictly ever played with Callaway Supersofts, right? Like that's basically like once I graduated out of buying the the recycled pack of balls, um, I was like, oh yeah, I like Callaway Supersoft. Like, yeah, sure, they're cheap, right? They're 23 bucks a dozen. You know, as far as golf balls go, that's that's on the cheap side. Oh, and they go so fucking far. They go really they're far. Great. They go really, really far. I love hitting those in fucking scrambles. Um, but yeah, then I like switched some, some balls around and like, oh wow, like that really. And again, I am also one of those people that swing inconsistencies, right. Will come into play more than the ball itself. But I do notice like the times I do make good contact, um, the ball has a lot to do with it, right? Like I have some Titleist true feels that Amy gets from work um, because she, they like buy, they spend so much money through Uline, you know, like that, that company that Uline sends them like free shit, like every now and then. And Amy gets to pick what, what they get. So she picks like the, the golf balls. We have so many fucking Titleist true line golf balls with a Uline stamp on them. Um, it's kind of nice. Cause then I never have to mark the balls. 
Because I'm like, oh, is it Uline? People are like, yeah, why the fuck does it say Uline? Like, yeah, whatever. So those compared to the Snells, right? The Snell Black, um, totally different. I love the Snell Blacks too. I think they're probably my favorite ball. Again, when it, I don't play with Pro V1s, I'm sure like, and again, I don't have a consistent swing. So, but the times I do make the good contact, I feel like my game is really at its best with the Snell MTB Blacks, um, which now aren't the Black. Now they're the Prime whatever fucks now, um, which I haven't played with. I probably won't take those out until it actually gets a little bit nicer. Um, so I'll continue playing my title as True Feels and my uh, Callaway Super Softs. But yeah, and that was the other thing. When I went with my for my club fitting, um, the guy Jeff brought up that like, you should probably like cycle your ball, right? He's like, there's no reason to pay 45 or no, it's not, it's 54, right? $54 a dozen for pro V ones. Is it 54 or 45? It ain't 45 anymore. So it's probably 54. Yeah. Um, 60. He's like, there's no need to, to pay $54 a dozen for pro V ones in fucking March. It was like, just buy cheap balls. Like, and, but he also mentioned that like getting fitted for a ball is a thing. Um, yeah. I've never done one of those. It's also hard because to do a ball fitting, you usually have to go to the manufacturer. So it's like, you want to get fitted for a ball and you go to Titleist. Well, you're going to get fit for Titleist. They're not going to fit you for a fucking Callaway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So ball, ball Namic is an online tool you can use. It's like 40 bucks and they make like a recommendation. But the only thing is you need to have launch monitor data. Oh, okay. If you want to get like a real recommendation, like it's not ideal. Like it's not ideal otherwise. Yeah. But whatever it is, Kirkland's, they are not it. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, all right. So my final thought, uh, I'm going to go back to the, uh, the food realm like Jones here. And I recently purchased ghee and I've been cooking with it. And I want to say that ghee is maybe the best thing in the entire fucking world. What is it um, actually? I've, I've seen it before, but what is it? What, 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 is, what is it? What is it? I think it's, what it's is, like a, what it is clarified butter so, so it's it like is, so it is butter it's butter on steroids basically but like that's what the product is yes okay so now the door has been opened right well actually i'll get to that in a second um but when i first started using it i think i went a little bit overboard right because it just comes in a jar and just kind of like scoop it out and i used way too much um the first time so also, you don't need that much of it, right? Like if you're typically would cook with like one tablespoon or tablespoon or teaspoon, I don't fucking know. Whatever the unit is you use to measure butter, you probably need about half of that for the ghee. Um, Clarified butter that removes the milk solids. Yeah. Um, so it's fucking delicious. It's rich and like thick. It's just... Would you call it buttery? Yeah, it's very buttery. Yeah, it's butter on steroids. 
Um, but I, so I, I've been cooking like steaks and stuff in it and it's just, it adds like an extra layer of like richness. That's just fucking incredible. Uh, again, when I don't use too much of it, <laughs> the first time I, like I said, I used way too much and I was like, wow, this is like eating fucking something like a fried steak in butter or something. I was like, okay, I gotta be better about this. Um, but I like, I've learned and I've, I've corrected my ways and now I am this, this, so this has opened the door to me for now. I want to try cooking with all different fats, right? So I want to like go get tallow, like beef tallow. Um, I do want you to make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's way easy. You just buy like a massive cut of beef, butcher it up. And then like, let it cook down over like, I don't know, three weeks or something. <laughs> yeah. Really easy. Um, another one is, um, duck fat. Obviously duck fat is fucking delicious. Um, what's the other one? There's another one out there. Uh, oh, Lard, I think, is one. I don't think I would cook lard? with lard. What fucking year is it? Lard is um is pork fat. All it is is it's like bacon. So lard is basically bacon fat that you collect. Like when people collect bacon fat in a fucking can, that's lard. So you can cook with that. I don't think I would do that. Dude, um, my grandmother gave me a cookbook from like fucking circa 1971, and that had lard all over it. Yeah. Like what fucking year is it? I can't oh, remember shit. the other one that it is, but so beef tallow is definitely one um, that I want to fuck around with. Like I said, I'm trying to do a quick Google search on what the other ones are, but I can't, uh, I can't find it. But beef tallow and duck fat. Well, the same thing as the uh, marrow. No, because beef beef tallow. If you made beef tallow you would take all the fat and render it down. So yeah. like it would literally become a liquid from cooking. It. It's the same, like it's basically the entire process is like collecting bacon fat, right? Like you cook bacon, you collect the, the grease in a can and that's lard. So like gotcha. if you cook a bunch of beef fat, you collect it in a can, that's tallow, right? Like yeah. I'm oversimplifying it, but that's basically yeah. that's basically how it works. Yeah, I think the only thing that makes beef a little bit different is like you can cook bacon or pork belly and it like does it for you, right? Like anytime you cook that shit, like it may, accumulates like a lot. Yeah. Beef's a little it's a slightly different process to get the same result if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I know, and that's why I said I like I was oversimplifying it, but yeah. And then, but bone marrow is like a completely different product itself, which I guess it technically isn't a fat because it's bone. No, marrow. it's, it's marrow. Yeah. It's, it's marrow. like the inside of the bone. Schmaltz is the other one. So there's, there's a, what, six different kinds of animal fat that you can cook with. It's, um, Beef tallow, ghee, butter, lard, duck tallow, or duck fat, 
and schmaltz, which schmaltz is rendered fat from a chicken or a goose. I don't know why goose gets lumped in with chicken and not duck. I feel like geese are closer to ducks, but what do I know? Yeah, it's that's I'd skip over that. It's common commonly used in the Jewish community because it's kosher and dairy free. I've never heard of schmaltz. I'd, I'd, uh, Although now that I say it, it sounds Jewish. I'd skip, ask I'd, ask I'd me skip. the schmaltz. <laughs> I would uh I'd be I'd be skipping over that one. Yeah. Oh, there's a step-by-step guide here that I found. How to render your own animal fat. <laughs> So it's not that hard. It just takes forever. Yeah. Just yeah. It's like the lowest of low heat. And like just I fucking be patient. Yeah. For like that's the thing is like 17 I gen- days. I genuinely think like if you cut if so if you if you butchered a brisket and through it's gotta be like mostly fat. I think you can have a little bit of like like actual meat. I think think it's got to be like a almost all fat it might take just as long as the brisket to cook depending on size of brisket obviously right because what they do sometimes is they cover it in tallow wrap it and throw it back in no i've never used it i've only seen it at parties or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah well it's also fucking delicious so we need an occasion for to go buy the 16 pound brisket at fucking Costco. <laughs> How long do you think that would take to cook? Oh, fucking forever. You'd have to start it at like four o'clock the day before. PM? Yeah. And go overnight? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would I, I wanna say it would probably be something like that. Like you might be looking at like a close pound. a close to twenty four hour smoke. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know if an hour a pound's enough. Yeah. Never mind how long do you have to leave that out for it to come to room temperature? <laughs> like noon the day before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Would feed a 16-pound brisket? What would you say? Do you know enough people that would eat a 16-pound brisket? No. Well, I know. Well, so I, I know enough people. I wouldn't want to eat brisket with enough people. <laughs> I think so, we could take it down. So fuck it. what the three of us between us, Vinny, Vinny doesn't eat. Bill, or sorry, Vinny doesn't eat until he eats, and then in which case it's all over with. Yeah, but it won't be brisket. Does yeah. he have a three-year-old? Basically, not, not quite that bad, but it's uh, it's a very he's he's an uncultured swine. <laughs> Gonna pick that up. I don't know, dude. Sixteen pounds of brisket's a shitload. It's a lot of a fucking brisket. How much do you think you could eat in one sitting? If I've been cooking it for the last fucking sixteen hours. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could. That's another thing, we need eat... fucking shifts. Yeah. Someone's gonna get up. I feel like I could eat probably like close to two pounds. Fuck, man, that's a lot of food. It's a lot of beef. 
Well, you think about it, right? Like if you're going to, if you go and get like a, a fat fucking steak at a restaurant, you get a prime rib, like a 32 ounce prime rib. Like, yeah, but the thing is, I've never eaten one of those before. Yeah. Uh, I have. <laughs> I have. Right, so like, I'd you rather can... eat a 32 ounce sliced brisket than a 32 ounce prime rib. That's a take. A 32 ounce prime rib is just too much prime rib. No such thing as too much prime rib. There is a such thing, and it's 32 ounces. Way too no, much. No, it's perfect. It's the perfect no, it's amount. No, it should not. actually only be sold in denominations <laughs> of 32 ounces. 20, 24. 24 <laughs> is the biggest that a serving of prime rib should be. <laughs> and I'm talking like a like like when you slice prime rib into like normal slices, whatever. 24 ounces is big as it should be. Yeah. No, if I'm cutting it. There'll be some stuff that falls off on the cutting board. I'll eat that too while I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 24 is still a pound and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. Are we talking bone out? Yeah. I was I was considering bone out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, because I was say bone in, that that ruins the weight, but no, absolutely. <clears throat> 24. It don't serve anything else on the plate for me. I don't need it. So a trick that I learned from, I think it was, might've been man versus food. You, do need to mix, you need to mix it up. You need, you need something else um, for palate fatigue. So you can actually eat more if you have something that's the opposite of like, if you're eating something that's savory, if you have something sweet, you like take a couple bites of it. You can go back and house way more of whatever the other thing is, which is a great way to make yourself throw up. See, that's why. That's what I'm thinking is <laughs> if I need to trick my body into eating that much food, then it's too much food <laughs> for one sitting. Well, with that attitude. So let's just say exactly that, right? Attitude. Like. Between the three of us, we could take down what six pounds. Well, I just told you I'm good for 24 ounces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so 32 ounces. <laughs> Probably a good 24 ounces. I think I, I think I think I could maybe eke out 32 with sauces because brisket to sauce brisket is okay. Yeah. Um, I could maybe eke out 32, but. The next feeding is uh, like, dude, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I might not eat again for like a day. For like now. three days. <laughs> like, and even then, I might just eat like raw lettuce. <laughs> yeah. So, what did we just, we just said that we're six, but we're absolutely tapped out of the 16. That means. Yeah. We need three more completely disgusting humans. Vinny. And that and then <laughs> and then we and then we probably need like three to four more mortals. Which is already like Nick. I feel like Nick could put a pretty good dent in some fucking brisket. Well, I don't want to speak for him, but I mean if he's gonna be disgusting with us, then yes. <laughs> Nick, uh, let us know what is your uh <laughs> Predicted brisket intake. (laughs) 
and it better be in denominations of 32 ounces. <laughs> yeah, and if it's not 32 ounces, you go to the mortal side. <laughs> that's like now that I think about it, that's it's so much so fucking much food. beef. And it's 30... 16 pounds. Oh god. Because I mean, like, even if how much you lose does a... that cost? Uh 63 bucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's only it's less than four bucks a pound at uh at Costco. Holy shit. Pretty sweet. Dude, you might as well just buy it and then just cut off pieces and smoke it like pieces at a time. So I did put think like about, the rest in the freezer. I did think about buying one and breaking it into like five pieces. Yeah. But three pounds of brisket is still a lot for just me and Michaela to eat. Yeah. Cause if I eat the 32 ounces. That leaves her with a pound. Like, dude, I don't know if she can eat a pound of brisket. That's a lot. <laughs> and even if she can, does she want to? No way. <laughs> yeah, she's an actual like real person. She's yeah, not a like, fucking disgusting pig like us. Like, like yes, disgusting, <laughs> fucking deplorable trash heap. <laughs> oh man, that does that sounds like an amazing deal though. But, oh, it's so good. It's like $3.89 a pound or something. That's nuts. Well, uh, that that is going to do it. That's going to put a wrap on it. Uh, put a bow, wrap, but wrap a bow on it for us. Um, thank you for, uh, for watching. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button. Uh, tell, tell everybody you know about the show. Um, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website, sarcasmspeaks.com. There's a merch store that you can go to. You can buy some of our merch, like Jones is holding up over there, uh, like that handy-dandy coaster. Uh, you can get anything with our logo on it. Um, thank you to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod to save 10% off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Um, also, thank you to mybookie.com. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. And actually, we have a new sponsor. Um, the code might change. I'm trying to work on this. So the stuff is called Moon Brew. Um, I might talk a little bit more about this on the next episode, maybe at the beginning of the show. Uh, uh, so, explain it to me like I'm a drunk five-year-old. So people actually listen to it. Cause I, I imagine as soon as we get to like the people aren't even listening, click to on this, subscribe that's and do all that shit. People <laughs> just end the episode. Cause that's what I do when I listen to other podcasts. But, um, it's what I've been drinking. If you watch on the YouTube show in these, these mugs, the last couple of times, cause we tip when we record at night, last couple of Sundays, we've been in the morning, but, uh, I started drinking this stuff called moon brew. Um, it's like a nighttime tea blend mix thing. Um, it's great. So again, like I said, I think I might talk about it on the next episode at the beginning. Um, so yeah, if you use the promo code right now, it's Jared1619. So unfortunately, when I signed up for this affiliate link, the only thing it had me do was enter my first name, my last name, and my email address. And then it auto-generated a discount code. 
So I was not able to select the discount code. It just gave me one based off of my first name. So apparently I'm the 1,619th person named Jared that's tried to get a promo code with them. Um, so that's the promo code for right now. Uh, it might change. I'm, I'm going to send them an email and be like, hey, can we change this? Can we change this bullshit? I'm trying to use it for my fucking podcast. Um, so we'll see. But if you go to moonbrew.com, well, actually, technically the website is Noon Brew. They have two different tea brews that they, they use. I like the nighttime stuff because it makes my sleep awesome. Um, but if you use that promo code Jared1619, uh, you'll save 20% off your order. So enjoy that over there. Um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it at the beginning. I'll open up with that probably on our next episode. Uh, so until next time, good night, everybody.